Blog Talk Radio. Hello, y'all. What's up, world? It's yours truly, the Gap 2 Guru of Gumbo, back at it once again, here off in the kitchen. And we, uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. And most definitely happy Kwanzaa to everybody. And, you know, Ramadan is coming up, or it just happened once or two. Uh, happy that, too. You know, all my people out there, I love every last one of y'all. And um, just want to let y'all know this is one of those seasons where um, we can all just rejoice and be glad we got another day where a lot of folks didn't have it over the last, what, nine months? For some of us, 12 months, but at least the last nine months, folks been in jail. On house arrest, but we made it. Some of us almost didn't. Some of us didn't, but we, we made it. And for that, I'm grateful. And I'm also thankful to everybody who's gumbo listener uh, for tuning in once again, whether it's live now or you're listening on the uh, MP3 player on the broadcast on podcast at Blog Talk Radio, or you're listening to this later on in an archive or a recorded post. I'm grateful that you chose this time to spend with us. Now, listen, the topic tonight, y'all, and y'all got to forgive me, it's, it's the holidays. I got my uh, bite, soft Jolly Ranchers, my Swedish fish. My mother made this almond bark pretzels. Y'all see them. Can y'all see that? Yeah, you see it. Made those pretzels, and I'm going to be chomping on those throughout the show because I just can't hide it. I'm in love with food, and I can't deny it. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, I've got a lot of friends that have spent some time locked up. I have many more associates that have spent some time locked up. Overall, as a black man in America, I know a lot more people who have spent some time locked up. And tonight's topic jumps off just like that on the whole issue of jail ain't necessary. Listen, I have some of the best conversations with people who have been incarcerated and now have a new appreciation on what it means to be living. 
there is something about solitude and or carousing of housing that either brings the best or the worst out of you. Even in this whole pandemic, the best and the worst has come out of people. You, you see it aired live on TV every single day, and in your daily life you experience it, the ups and downs of people that you know that are, are either pushing it to the limit or are limited on being able to push anything. And you're going to either barbecue a meal do. But the overall essence of what I get out of what I see when I have conversations with my people who've been locked up is a resounding maximum at some for some people, a lot of people, but a overall milestone in their life. Now, this is not all of the people I know, but for quite a few, jail is a milestone. Now, before anybody gets to thinking I'm talking about them, um, I'm going to be specific so you understand where I'm coming from. I got one of my partners. And I'm not going to name his name, but if you wanted my partners from back, 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 when we were just knee-high to a fly's eye, you would know who I'm talking about. He went away after shooting this cat in the rear end for 17 and a half years flat. This man is the only person I can say has really transcended above all that time he did and used it. Yeah, it was a milestone, but it wasn't it. It was actually the end to an era. He has not been the same since. He's been focused. He doesn't hang around none of us anymore. And I don't even live back at home. But he has used all of those things that he learned in prison. I mean, he took a trade and everything. He had a book this big, and then he had another book about that big full of certificates and uh, basically licenses to do certain things um, in the public sector. And he completely shut off all old friends and is truly doing his own thing legitimately without any outside influence from any former negative influences. And he hasn't turned back because he's not going back. The thing I want to talk about is I am convinced that most of us could utilize our great talents. We have much more fruitful and legal by getting to our goals without knocking anybody else's game or hustle and not doing anything that's going to put our lives, our family lives in jeopardy. But for a real, for real, uh, unifying front of powerful and impactful stuff that we could eventually um, come multimillionaires without having to worry about ending up on the yard. Now, 
let me say this. I have really never looked at anybody different because they were locked up. I am in tune with understanding that there are some things that I've done that if I would have gotten caught or I didn't uh, fight the charge, I would have been locked up. Okay? But I didn't. At least not ever for longer than three days. Also know this. To those of y'all who have not been to jail, who don't plan on going to jail, but at the same time doing risky things that could land you in jail, I'm here to tell you, both with a very short-lived experience, but with a at least 15 years, I'm going to go ahead and say 16, years of experience working in and out of jails helping folks in a real way. I went to a jail every single day, not just one, but several, trying to help folks get out of that, especially our brothers and sisters. And I know what it's like just to visit. It is not a place for you or me. And we don't require going to jail to get our life right or to have an epiphany of an illumination to help us set forth a path that's different than the one we were on, to go down a path. And I've talked about this several times where I, I, if I'd have been going the way I was going with my partner, I would have definitely wound up like they wound up with all the time that they have spent locked up. But I veered off the path, both by force and by choice, to a different angle. Just, just slightly, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't do that. I should say like that, you know, like barely, maybe 10 degrees variance. And that 10 degrees at the end of the day was like making a monumental shift of going from, you know, go to stop. It was more like you're just going to gradually let the car just, without hitting the brake, let the car just slow down and go, you know, come to a stop on its own. I did not require going to jail to understand what jail is like. It's not necessary for me to feel like I don't have cred unless I've spent time in jail. There's a lot of people I know that if you haven't, you know, been locked up before, you are square. Um, you, you can't speak on the true plight of our people not knowing what it's like to be incarcerated. Um, you can't get a good grasp on what it means uh, to be respectful at the fullest unless you've been incarcerated. 
You don't know the toll of the 13th Amendment in modern-day slavery until you've been incarcerated. Um, I shouldn't have said three days. I forgot all about Illinois Department of Corrections as a juvenile. That was about 60 days. Three days I spent after I was 18 as a maximum. But I had to think about that. I forgot all about that because I was like, it just ran through my mind saying that. And I was thinking about what I had to do when I was young. Well, I was on a different person than there. Uh, yeah, a whole lot. But I, I didn't require going to jail to learn a lot of things, and I don't think you should either. I'm going to tell you, these are the conversations we need to have with our kids of understanding what jail is like. Jail isn't just for the person who messed up and um, got caught and ended up getting tried and convicted and sentenced to incarceration. It is the family, it is the friends, it is the whole community missing you and having to make up for where your absence is uh, just so that your people, maybe your own children, maybe a close loved one, I don't know, but whatever it is, whoever it is, they have to go on without you, whatever you brought to the table, especially if you bring a lot to the table. It becomes a time where you have to start saying to yourself, hey, uh, I need to try and find another way. I'm going I'm to invest some other way. It is not necessary for you to go to jail after you've been selling dope for 10 years and not expect that you eventually going to have to pay the piper for violating the law. Even if you didn't make a mistake, somebody else did, you allowed that person that makes mistakes into your presence. Therefore, it's still your fault. Don't go blaming anybody else if you end up incarcerated. Don't go blaming anybody because somebody snitched on you. Hell, 99% of the people out here are snitches. I had to have a conversation recently, and I don't even really want to go into who I had this with, but I had to explain to somebody I love very dearly what it was for me and how it was for me that uh, I did not put them at risk and I would have never allowed them to ever have to reap uh, what I sowed. So I had to point out a couple of examples where I've been stand up a long time, a long time before anybody. The people used to think I was a square when I was young. People think I'm a square now, and I love it. I did, it doesn't even, doesn't even um, make me feel some type of weight. I, I embrace the fact that, I live a life that stand up that people don't have to think of me as being suspect or uh, or or have to go back on what they really felt about me because I've been pretty consistent um, all the way through. I messed up. I didn't say I've been great. I said I've been consistent. And I, I just don't think it required me going to jail to realize and recognize that I don't have to be uh uh, uh, looked at as having uh, some kind of block or unit or uh, and I mean when I say block or unit I don't mean the blocks and units inside the prison walls I mean even a block or unit of a neighborhood or a group of people that you affiliate with that you gang gang with 
Um, any gang affiliations I've ever had in my life, all of us stood on our ten toes. We were just that kind of guys. Um, we didn't require having everybody else with us if something needed to happen. If you've been incarcerated, the time that you were locked up, it, it, it wasn't necessary for you to figure out who you are. I know you think you, it, it was, and because of the situation, because of the circumstances, the kind of, kind of pressure, the kind of time, the kind of, of free time you had to learn something else, you, you could have did that in the free world. But here, here, here's the biggest thing I want to tell you all. There's so much more to life than your incarceration. There are a lot of us that don't care if you were incarcerated or not because we would have fooled with you or not fooled with you based on who you were before you went in. And just because you went in, it doesn't give you a free pass to think that anybody like me is going to just automatically assume that you are now real. Whatever you are, (laughs) before you went in, it's going to come out while you in there. Pressure will bust the pipe. I didn't say it wasn't more pressure. I'm just saying when you come out of there, who you are is always who you've been. It just required pressure to get you there. I'm here to say, for the sake of those who've never been, you don't have to experience this to go through there. You're talking about violence, like, like fighting, and stabbing, it happens in prison, okay? You want to talk about sexual activities. Homosexual activities happen in prison. Yes. Are people forced to do it beyond their will? Yes, it happens. Do the guards, and for the sake of the whole entire prison unit, the warden, do they really care that much about you? No. You are a commodity, and keeping you there kind of keeps them in a job. So they don't really care about you, no matter how much they tell you. They do. That's the song and dance of law enforcement through and through. I should write a song about it. They'll get you in the interrogation. Let me tell you something. It was just a few days ago I got this idea. (laughs) Y'all... Y'all, this isn't what you thought would be on Christmas Eve, but this is the best gift of all year. And, and, and the best gift of all this year, it comes in me telling you that we need to keep our brothers and sisters out of the jails and prisons because they can do much better right here. We don't, we don't really give them enough pressure. We think we're doing, we're doing too hard on them. We, ain't, we just ain't applying the pressure in the right places. We got to put pressure on them or they're going to be lost to the system and the people in the jailhouse and these people on the streets don't love them. They don't love you. They never have. We put a lot into the streets as black folks. That's who you see out here really doing it on the streets, on the streets. But really where the money is, is in the cars or in the houses or in the businesses. That's where the money really is. That's why you don't see the person that brings in the heavy, heavy weight into the city, drug-wise, they don't be on the street. You don't even see them. They don't go out. 
Why would I go out and risk somebody who knows what I do seeing me and catching me slipping? And, and, and just like a person that wears dreadlocks, I can't be faded. So if you can't be faded, you're not seen. So anytime you see anything, it's smoke and mirrors. We've got to understand at some point, hopefully now, that when we as black people um, have our milestones, it doesn't need to tick-tock around the time you were locked up because the time you were locked up wasn't necessary. And, and I hope that you apologize to your family for leaving them like that, no matter what the circumstances were. I'm a firm believer that I thank God every day I haven't had to see incarceration like what I deserve. I ain't even going to repeat that. God has been good to me. More than this whole world could ever be. I don't know why. But I know this. I ain't bit more as faithful as I should be. I ain't bit more as content as I should be. But what I am is what I am, and what I are is what I will be. I ain't knocking nobody, you know, nobody who's been locked up or nobody who's even snitched on folks that were locked up because it was ordained for you to tell. Just like uh, when Jesus talked about the, who was that, Peter? He said, you would deny me. He said, yeah, you're going to snitch, but you're going to lie. You're going to lie. You're going to lie by denying. He told him that. And like something like when the cock crows or when the crow cocks or whatever, then look, you, 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 if, if, look it up. Google it. It happened. Jesus told one of his partners, hey, look, man, you gonna, you act like you don't know me. People ask you if you know me. And I, I ain't going to blame you because if you told them you know me, You'd have to pay the way I have to pay it. It ain't for everybody to pay. People get on Peter for him snitching like that, you know, in the reverse way, you know, dry snitching to save himself. But, hey, um, when you got weight on your shoulders, you got to do it yourself. And sometimes we do things and it requires us to go to jail because that's keeping the pressure off of other people. And I understand that, too. But when are we going to put ourselves in positions where we begin to harness all the power that we give up? People always talk about white folks not willing to relinquish power. I'm just talking about the amount of power that we have that we give up, and you can't blame anybody else for that. I can't sit here and say, oh, the white man is the reason why, the Mexican is the reason why, the Indian, the Chinese, the Arab, the whoever is in our communities are the reasons why. We give it to them. 
It's a sale on chicken wings at the at the Chinese place. Who's gonna be the first in line? But when you got Robert Earl over here at the little chicken joint, you know, he's selling his wings, you know, it's eight ninety nine for a six piece, but you get some fries and a drink and a couple pieces of white bread with it, you lose your mind because you gotta pay nine dollars or something. I, I I just don't I'm just not I'm just not with it. We we the reason why we see jail so much it's over fifty percent us. Yes, the system has grown our minds to think small and to rely and depend on, but we also come from a long line of of, of, of master thinkers. We've got to learn that there's a better way. Now, there's gonna be some slips, right? But you gotta be prepared for that too. You can't never go unprepared for a slip. Damn near half of what you stack has to be put back. You can't re-up with that. I should write a song. It was fair. I, I got to go back and listen to that. I don't know where it even came from. But let me tell you all something. It's not necessary for us to do things that put our freedom in more jeopardy. We already got certain limited freedoms. Did y'all see that shooting or that brother in Ohio? I can't remember his name just yet, but he, um, he was shot like in the garage and supposedly the only thing he had in his hand was a cell phone and the cops didn't render aid. Mayor stepped up and said, Time for them to be fired and whoop, 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 and some changes. Columbus, Ohio. It's, it's, it's just, you know, unfortunately. I don't get to, in my feelings like I used to about it. Um, uh, but even with all that knowledge that we have and the power that we give up with that knowledge, that we fork over. If, if we just focus on ourselves, we wouldn't have to be the leading um, percentages of, of people incarcerated in the country that leads um, incarcerating people uh, of the whole world. We don't need to be in that statistic. I I, I would I would hope that if you're involved in anything criminal, that you decide that if you're going to be any way near good at it, even if you're not good, you know, being good at it, you're going to have to get with an OG. Prime time, 827, to tell you about OGs, and I'm going to lead from OGs into uh, being careful about how you talk because your 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 voice, your um very words in your mouth could affect you. Now let me tell you about the OG. I told y'all that it hit me one day when I had an opportunity to go talk to some young young hustlers. They were very reckless, very reckless at hustling. They had a very bad setup but I only got to him one time. And uh, evidently, either I waited too late or it wasn't ordained 
uh, was was already was already predestined. I know, but if it, if it wasn't ordained for me to intervene, uh, I, 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 it just wasn't for me. But I tried. Maybe I stepped outside my boundaries. But I went and talked to these youngsters, and four days later, one of them lost his life. Maybe I should have. I don't know if it was up to me. If it was on me, I got to pay that price with Christ because I waited too late. But I don't know if it was on me or not. I just know when I was fully compelled, I went to talk to them. They received me. They understood what I was saying. I was trying to give them. A, it wasn't my job to be their OG because they, if they were, if they were under uh, my tutelage, they, there would be no death. I don't think. And again, I can't stop death. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that sometimes our decisions, we can go left or right, and um, it was meant for us to go right, but we went left, uh, and and that that cost us um, at least our permanent our, our body, our place here in the body, our permanent place in the body here was gone. You're still you're still around, but you're not here, you know, and. There are reasons why there are older people that have done the things that you're doing. There used to be a saying, there's nothing new under the sun. You can try something, and I guarantee you somebody has already done it. Very few of us are doing things that nobody has ever thought of done. And if you got it, you better put a patent on it and, 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 and sell it because you know, there's never been that before. But for the most of us, we're doing the same thing that's been done. And if we're not getting with people who've done it better and done it really well, I don't care what it is. But right now I'm talking about things that are illegal. You need to get with somebody to coach you because there's going to be mistakes you don't have to make that somebody has already made. That should be a song. I should have wrote that down. You got to get with an OG. You got to get with somebody that's not going to lead you wrong, but is always going to try to lean you toward right. It should be a song. Country song. A multilinguistic. The world is not enough for us, and it never should have been because it's not our permanent place. It's always been peculiar. I'm happy for the things that I've seen come to life here, but I know this is not my home. I'm getting up out of here, but I need to spend time here as quality as I possibly can because I've been given this temporary temple to do the bidding of whatever the force that may be, whatever you want to call it. Mine is my God, and I'm here to do that purpose and then I'm sure I'm out of here. My thing is, is that I have to listen to people who've done what I'm doing. I'm doing good things the right way, everything legal now, everything. Um, But I had to listen to somebody. Now, as I talk about this further and, and, Moving on from the OGs, and I, and I told you I was going to talk about 
you're keeping your mouth shut and how you talk to folks. No matter what realm you're in, good or bad, a lot of the things that get us incarcerated is our own mouth. You got to bet on everyone around you. Please share this with all of your family that you know is in the street, and you know what I mean. I don't care if they're selling peas or they're selling keys, if they're selling it by the sack or by the backpack. It's good for them. If they out here robbing and stealing, this is going to be good for them. Share it with them. Put it to them in their, in, in their messenger. Post it to their Instagram. Make them listen to this little 45 minutes of good game because it's worth millions. It's worth millions, if not billions. It's worth, it's worth at least $57 million this game I'm going to give you. You should expect that everybody around you could one day be a witness to what you're doing. No matter how much you trust and love the people around you, when them folks do their bidding in those back rooms of these justice halls and they have these these meetings, about what they're going to do about your ass, they're back there plotting on getting 10, 12 people around you, okay? I'm talking about you, 10, 12 people around you. I don't care what you're working with. If they want you out of the picture, okay, they're going to get people that you love and that love you. But like I said, pressure bust pipe. It ain't going it may not be seven, but might be three out of the eleven, including you, as that last one, that's gonna talk. You should have already known. That way when when people I'm I'm doing the stuff as a notary, right? Uh, that's my thing. And it's always People that try to tell me what's in the in the documents, right? That ain't none of my business. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't even read that part. Show me your ID, and I need to see where it says that the person with this ID is signing this, and let's sign it, and and let me see it, let me sign it, and let me send it. I don't want to know what's in it. That's the name of my business. See it, sign it. It's the mobile notary, but as long as see and sign it, it's a subsidiary. I do business as the mobile notary. Soon going to be under the Johnson conglomerate, LLC. You know what I'm saying? The point I'm getting at, y'all, is that somebody's going to tell. And nine times out of ten, that three out of ten, and four out of ten, one of them is you. You, you, you. The people that run their mouth, they're too chatty about their business. They give up all rights to being able to function fully in their capacity for much longer because they put themselves at risk. Yeah, Greg, anything you say can and will, but I'm talking about way before that. 
these jokers got ways of listening to what you're saying, and they don't even need, a lot of times, they don't even need to have uh, a search warrant. Do you know for $39 you can go on eBay or Amazon and buy this little device? It's like a magnifying microphone with a little, like, satellite-like dish on it to concentrate the microphone, and it comes with headphones, and they can hear what you're saying clearly from, like, 100 feet away. Now, if they got that, they're selling it for $40. What makes you think that um, just your local law enforcement can't just be sitting down the street listening to what you're saying because you're on the front porch having a conversation about business? Remember, you're not in the house. You're on the porch. If you're not on the phone, you're outside. There's all kinds of things that you free, whatever you, you know, all they got to do is hear you say one thing, and if they link that to something that actually happens, you've got an instant conspiracy case. It's very hard to beat them conspiracy cases. I think Casanova, um, hip-hop figure, I don't think he, I don't know if he's a bad boy or who he's with, I think he's got a conspiracy case going right now. I don't know all the particulars, but these jokers get in these cases, and these Fed cases are hard to beat. I think they got what, y'all, a 93 or 97, I think it's 93%. Uh, victory thing because they 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 bring everybody in you know and somebody gonna tell something they saw and all they need is that one tell and that gets you on the conspiracy you know you having too many people in your business and you talk too much on what you're doing especially if it's illegal I, I've been told that you know if you just say to somebody in a little conversation boy such such and such they should have been dead. That means that that means that you're gonna kill them, but somebody you told that somebody else overheard it or they told them, and then that person goes and kills them, you can get charged with conspiracy. Right? You're gonna do the same amount of time, if not more, than the person who killed them. Because that becomes a fed case. You and your family are not ready for the numbers. Um, because you, you know, you're talking. The numbers, them numbers that they be telling folks, yeah, we're looking at uh, 300 months. Like, what? 300 months? You get to do it like 300 months? What the hell? I got to do this. I got to carry the two. I got to, what the, let's see, 12 times 12 is 144. That's 25 years? They can't do it. You find yourself in jail. From just life. Remember the movie Life? Claude and Ray, all they did was run around some hoops. They ran into a place because they wanted to do something. They wanted to be outside. You, you, You know you're doing dirt. You shouldn't be doing anything where you got attention to yourself. Last weekend, I was playing chauffeur to some friends because I didn't drink. I don't drink usually when I'm out anyway, unless I got to drive up. I drove and drink. Find myself not being able to get back to my car and somebody else took over driving. I did not go in. I sat my tail outside with the keys. It was nice. Didn't have to turn the car on. And politely went to sleep and took a nap. 
they got back in the car, oh, you don't like hanging out. Uh, no. And you can call me all you want to. You can call me anything you want but collect because I ain't answering that. But I'm going to tell you this. If it's not my thing, I don't do it. People that have drinks, they got crown raw. You know everybody like a little crown. Not me. I get sick. I don't like it. It's not my drink. Or they got just this certain kind of. I'm not talking about bad stuff, good stuff. Sometimes it's pretty cheap and nasty. But even even if it's not, it's not my thing. If it's not some Hendo or some Grey Goose, I don't want it. I'm not just having a drink to have a drink. That's not my thing. I do me. So I don't do that. I don't go in there. I used to. And I used to go in there, and I think I was having a good time. I wasn't going to have a good time. I'm going to have a better time out here watching these people in this parking lot with their drunk asses falling over themselves, um, hearing their conversations because they don't know somebody's in this car. They're walking past. They're talking about how they coochie stank a little bit. And I'm like, my, my, it's much more entertaining listening to folks that don't know you're there and, and, and you're the only audience. <laughs> it's, it's a nice thing. I had a good time, but I'm not going in there. That sets me apart. Okay, whatever. But I know this. I got much less risk of being collateral damage in that car. Plus, it's coronavirus. The hell y'all doing in there? It ain't necessary. I'm going to stay out here. And by the way, y'all, since I see y'all reckless, and y'all going to do that, I'm going to wear this mask, too, all the rest of the time. Get me to my car. I'll be just fine. I'm out of here. I'm going home. But I didn't see nothing. Don't tell me nothing. Uh, you you doing something? Don't tell me nothing. Because it's not that I'm going to tell on you. I ain't got I ain't got that kind of blood in me. I ain't repeating what you said. It ain't none of my business. I don't even think I really heard it. But if somebody knows that I know because you told them that you told me and then that I didn't stop it, I'm automatically, uh, if they're looking for me, and trust me. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to tell you that. I'm just going to say this. If law enforcement really wanted to get somebody um, out of their hair, because of um, they don't like that character for whatever it is that he did, I, I'd be on that list. I'm not saying I'm high on that list, but I'm on that list. They don't like to see me coming. I helped them when I came, but they didn't like to see me coming. They just wanted what I could do. They wanted that influence. All this said and done, it's not necessary for you to spend a day in jail. Talk to each other. Get with an OG. Listen to people that tell you they love you when they say you need to stop doing something or do something different. Let's try to find a new game. It's 2020. If what you got is hustling you ain't came out yet, you ain't never had it. You just biding your time to spend a lot of time in jail. It's unnecessary. Listen, share this gumbo talk with anybody, everybody. I'll be right back here next Thursday. What's that? That's New Year's Eve probably because it's talking about this type of life I live, you know. I might not do a show. It as long as somebody got something for me to drink. But until then, or the next time I see you, Happy New Year. And like I said again, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Happy Hanukkah, and Ramadan and all of that because I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. The Gumbo Talk Gap to Guru signing out. Every day we rise, 
challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.